Welcome to the Mental Mom Show. I'm Megan Farr, a therapist and mother of two by day, and a coffee-drinking ADHD maniac basic white girl. But most importantly, I'm the Mental Mom host by night. And I'm Casey Harper, the producer slash art director slash boyfriend and moral support slash whatever Megan needs. Casey Harper, it's a beautiful day in the neighborhood. (laughs) Yeah. Didn't we have a wonderful day today? I had a really nice time today. It's like 70-something degrees and sunny, and we got to have a little date day. Picnic. A picnic. We went on a picnic, which then I think we pretty much fell asleep on the blanket after the picnic. We were going to read and write. Yeah. And we fell asleep. It was just real nice out, though. It was so nice out, and it was just so nice to, like, be mindful and have a date. It's been, like, remember we were in the car together on the way to the park, and I was like, when's the last time you and I have been in a car together going somewhere fun? It's been a while. Months. Yeah. Pre-COVID, I think. Yeah. Like February. So how are you feeling? Let's do a feelings check-in. I'm... (laughs) (laughs) What? I I feel good. I feel... You can't. This is episode 54. I know. You know the rules. I am a little exhausted, but... Were you out with your friends last night till very late past curfew? I was out. There was no curfew. (laughs) I didn't. Actually, that was really in poor taste. I didn't mean that in terms of like current events right now, curfews. No, I I meant like just. I know what you meant. To be funny. Yeah. No, I. Yeah, I was hanging out with friends and it got late uh, pretty quickly (laughs) because I was having a good time. That's good. Uh, So that's the. It's a good exhaustion. Good. Uh, work is going well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So. So everything's. You're feeling fulfilled, peaceful, happy. Any of those sound right? Yeah. All of those. Oh, isn't that convenient? <laughs> I say them out loud. I said happy. All uh, right, happy. Yeah, I got some stuff done that I needed to get done lately. So, feeling accomplished. Good. 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 Well. Thank you for the lovely date today. It was really nice. And then we got coffee. We didn't have kids today, so it was really nice yeah, to just yeah. um, have some adult conversation. And you know what was really special about our date? And I wonder if any of our listeners will get this. But it's kind of cool when you get to a point in your relationship where you don't have to talk a whole lot, but it, and it feels okay. Like you don't have to feel uncomfortable silence, or silence doesn't feel uncomfortable. Um, I noticed that when we were hanging out at the park, like we just – relaxed and it was okay that we weren't you know talking or discussing or do you yeah, know what i'm saying that's uh she there's a quote in pulp fiction that uma thurman says oh um, we didn't even plan this about, you guys oh my god uh, sitting in silence uh what'd she say wow we she, are so she says something about how um oh shoot i'll have to find it will you find it um yeah give me a second okay Found it. Okay. So tell me. she's sitting at the restaurant with uh, John Travolta, Vincent mm-hmm. Vega. Yeah. And they're at that like old 50s kind of diner style where everybody, the waitress, 
waiter waiters and waitresses are in costumes and stuff. So like uniforms. Yeah, they're dressed up like celebrities. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, okay. they're sitting there waiting for dinner and stuff, and he has to take her out. It's his boss's wife, mm-hmm. so it's already a little awkward situation. But they're kind of hitting it off, like you get the vibe. And she says, that's when you know you've found somebody really special, when you can just shut the fuck up for a minute and comfortably share silence. Aw, that's us. That's what happened today. Yeah. It kind of felt like a, a really cool place to be in our relationship where, you know, because I, I get, maybe because I have, um, you know, I work with clients who are in their early 20s. Some of them are in their early to mid 20s, even later mm-hmm. age, but the dating, I hear these dating stories are like our new really cool neighbors downstairs that we got to hang out with were telling us um, they're going to be on the show, I think, eventually. Probably. They're so cool. They're yeah. in, what, late, mid, mid-20s? mid I did I not think. get their ages, but um, that would be my guess. Mid to late 20s, and they're dating on the dating scene. And so we were getting all sorts of stories from them. And just like that whole dating thing in the beginning, like the awkward stuff and the conversation and the can I ask this, should I not ask this? Oh, is that an awkward, weird silence? Like, I'm just, we were at a new place in our relationship where, like, we don't have to worry about that anymore. Yeah, Felt it's really nice. nice. It's good. Yeah, I'm glad you liked it, too. And thanks for coming in with that Pulp Fiction quote. If anyone wants to see a picture of it's Casey and I. useless knowledge. <laughs> well, it's very, very uh, per- pertinent, relevant. Yeah. I can't, I don't know the word I'm looking for. But if you want to, if anybody wants to see Casey and I dressed up as, because um, that's, that's what we were for Halloween this past mm-hmm. year was, um, Vince, you were Vincent Vega and you're Mia Wallace. Yes. So that's on our Facebook page. You can scroll through. <clears throat> yeah. If you we really want to see it, if you really want to see it, we put that costume together in like three hours. Yeah. It's it was pretty good. pimp. Okay. So glad you're feeling good. I am too. The, the vitamin D from the sun really makes a big difference. And I tell a lot of my clients that first of all, if, we, if you live in the Midwest, you probably are vitamin D deficient because we don't get enough sun. Got to get the D in. Oh, gosh. I forgot. I've already talked about this because you always make the D joke. The big D. Vitamin D is very important, everybody. Yeah. So anyway, if you're feeling like your mood's down or you're feeling blah, you might want to just check. Um, get your ass out in the sun. That and then get a vitamin D supplement like over the counter. Or talk do to your that. doctor about it. Um, very helpful. Yes. Anyway, that was my therapy moment. Um. I don't know. It's like a segment I'm working on. Not really. Okay. So high five moment. Mm -hmm. I don't have anything major this week. I'm just enjoying the small things, practicing mindfulness. Like today when we were at the park, I was just like letting that sun hit my face and not stressing about getting cancer from um, the sun and not wearing sunscreen. Normally that's a thing I have to fight off. And Casey's shaking his head and rolling his eyes right now. But my anxiety people out there, you know what I'm talking about. I'd get it if it were like 90 plus degrees outside. It doesn't have anything to do with the temperature. It's just sun on my face, sun yeah. on my skin. Forgot sunscreen, of course. I'm but getting I just melanoma. Think you're going to get get that from 70 degree weather sun. It doesn't matter. No. Nope. I know that I'm not um, on t- on an intellectual level, but it takes a little bit of, of mindfulness and work to just enjoy the sun on my face. Okay. Okay. Do you get where I'm going with that? Yep. So that, feeling the breeze, just being like, wow, what a beautiful day. Kind of like when we saw, did we ever talk? I don't know if we ever shared this about the double rainbow we saw. No. 
couple well, we weeks ago. Have. I, don't I know. can't remember. I can't remember. But that's another Lots example. Like then. when we see the double, we saw that double rainbow we, out on the balcony of our apartment. That that was like a huge moment. I know it's acting like a crazy woman. Um, like we're really excited. I was like, oh my gosh, there is a god, and wow, <laughs> this this universe is so amazing. Like I was just having this moment, but it's because. We've got to appreciate those things, and especially like if with all of the negativity, all of the painful things going on um, in our personal lives or externally in our society, and we have to take those moments to just reconnect with what is good and what is beautiful and what is... What is... I guess good. Okay. That's all I got. All right. So anyway, that's been my high five moment, practicing mindfulness and enjoying the small things. Good. So should we hop on into our wait before no, we No, yeah. Wait. What's it, what? Before we go to the mental mom moment. Okay. I wanted you to give us an update on did you find out you remember that from our last episode you kept you said something like you said a lyric or a quote or something. If you bring the thunder, I'll bring the lightning. Oh yeah. Did you ever find out what that was? I did. What Light, was it? What were we talking about? Lightning wasn't involved. It was a quote from uh, another movie quote, uh, Tombstone. If you're wondering what we're talking about, just check out episode 53. Our last episode, we were having some conversation that resulted in Casey trying to give some sort of quote. Yeah. And he... It's called. It's from Tombstone, and it's Kurt Russell, and he said, you called down the thunder. Well, now you've got it. But really, you added in... The lightning. The lightning. But I was totally wrong. <laughs> okay. So that was that. Just wanted to... Uh, so, Yeah. Bring that up real quick. They called down the thunder and they got it. But there was nothing about lightning. No. You just added that in. I did. A Casey Harper special. So it's really my own quote, I guess. I didn't misquote anything. No, because it was your own. It was your own. All right. So my mental mom moment. I mean, you're probably going to have to share about this one too because you were very involved. Um, should Should I paint the scene? Okay. I'd had a little bit of a rough week. Um, just some things in my professional life that I've been dealing with that are anyway, I just better not get into that right now, but so a little bit of stress and everyone knows how that is when like your professional life is causing a little bit of stress and then you bring that home. So I was already kind of taxed emotionally, just didn't have a lot of extra to give. Um, if you look at our emotionalness or emotions, <laughs> As a cup. Wait, Casey's totally looking at me like I'm crazy. Pretend I have a cup. And if you have a lot going on and you're stressed, your cup is full full of like emotional distress. Uh Um, So when one thing happens, it puts you over the edge and you react like way more. Like you did. Way more intense than you really would have on a normal day when you're not so emotionally taxed. Uh Because not only did I have the work stuff going on, but... Hello, parenting. Love the girls. Lo- of course, we, I bragged about my girls all last episode, about how amazing they are and making their own lunch and, you know, all the things. But it doesn't mean that I don't get to a point where, like, mom, mom, mom. Yeah. You know. So then you come home, and I, mean, I had just finished dinner for the girls, and I don't know. All I know is that you were bent down getting something out of the bottom cabinet or looking in there or putting something away. And you, in a bowl. Okay, and you said, hey, this is unacceptable. <laughs> and you pointed at what was inside the cabinet. And it looked terrible. And it, it was 
I got pissed. But here, I was putting away <laughs> dishes, okay, from the dishwasher. And I did not put the pans all the way back like I was supposed to because I got interrupted because I think there was a plumbing problem or a bathroom problem. I can't remember. It was I don't even know if I told you about that. You should see Casey's face right now. There was a what? <laughs> there was some sort of bathroom incident. Again? Yes, but we, we're not going to get into all that right now. Oh, man. So I got distracted, okay? So I was putting away these pans in the correct spot in the cabinet, and then I there was some sort of incident that occurred that took my attention away, so I didn't finish putting them where they go in the okay. cabinet. So then by the time you get to the cabinet and you're looking down there, all you see is what looks like a half-assed job, and you go, this is unacceptable. Exactly. And then what did I say? Uh, What did you say? Oh, you said, don't talk to me like a fucking child. <laughs> and then you started slamming a bunch of bol- pots around. I was slamming. Bowls, metal bowls around. And then cabinets. I was slamming cabinets. I slammed the fridge. I did some stomping. Yeah. And it's, why is it so funny? It's so funny because I never, I rarely respond well, like that. Well, that and you, it literally took you like a minute to, because you. it was like, <laughs> I have so much going on. You think I have time to... <laughs> put bowls back all the way like da, da, da. and i'm like it literally just took you like a minute to do it the right way you and didn't tell me that's what you were laughing at when well that was part you, of why oh, i was laughing by the way everyone and it was funny he starts laughing in the middle of my i'm like pissed off and i do not act like that very it's often because you were swearing because you never swear no and i don't mad. stomp or slam things like i don't because I, I have worked for 10 plus years on not being passive aggressive and handling my emotions appropriately. And I, 99% of the time, do a pretty damn good job. But I just had nothing was, left that it day. It was pretty cute. You thought it was cute. So he's laughing at me. And I'm like, how dare you? You asshole. And then I started laughing because it was so ridiculous. But. Talk to me like I'm a child. Don't talk to me like I'm a fucking child. Waving your finger at me. Was I? I was yeah. not. Was I doing the finger You're wave? Like, this is not no. okay. Oh, yeah, because you waved your finger at me. When I just you was said, like, I was like, hey. And I pointed. Yeah, you I said, didn't hey. point at you. I you pointed, pointed at the bulls. You pointed. So then I had to obnoxiously point back at you, you like five times. And stuff, so. Yeah, I did. I was a passive aggressive bitch. And I apologized. But I'm really glad that actually that you did laugh because otherwise, like that was one of those moments where like when you get, when I get that mad, I'm not thinking like a rational person no. <laughs> at all. No, you weren't. So I was really glad that you sort of laughing because it just kind of broke the tension and i was acting like a maniac it was ridiculous right (laughs) so i think sometimes when people fight if you can remember that to like just laugh sometimes or just because i could have i could have kept going and been like you asshole i can't believe you're laughing at me like really like made it into a thing but it's we stopped you stopped yeah you did and you could have been more mad at me for the way I reacted, but you chose to laugh instead, and I appreciate that. Yeah. Because I was not – it's not nice to swear at each other. Like, that's just not nice. I don't want to live like that. So I, I do apologize, but – Oh, thank you. So that was my mental mom moment. Meg got mad. I got yeah. mad. I I know. I got pissed. No, I didn't get mad. I got effing pissed. <laughs> yeah. Because I was, I had a how dare you moment. That's what those are called. How dare you. All right. So what are we talking about today? We are talking about geriatric millennials. Has anyone heard this? <laughs> what? 
heard this terminology, this term before. Isn't geriatric, like old people. Yes, it, it generally refers to older adults. I believe, like, I have to look it up, but past 65, 70, I have to look up oh, the exact okay. age. So um, when we were at, when I was at the party a couple weeks ago, mm-hmm. um, and I ran into Jess and Butch. Hey, Jess and Butch. They were were guests. Was that two episodes ago? Episode sure. fifty two, I think. Yeah. If you want to hear them, they're really fun. Our good friends. Um, we were chatting, and they were talking about a phrase that I totally get, but had never heard before, and that is geriatric millennials. Because as we know, I'm an old millennial. I'm I was born in eighty one, and you were born in eighty six. That's true. So you hadn't heard of this either, right? No. Okay, so let me give you, because, you know, where else do you go except for the Urban Dictionary to get all the latest and greatest best information on current vocab words? So here's what Urban Dictionary says. A geriatric millennial is a millennial on the cusp, the oldest breed of millennial out there, but still acts like a true millennial. So here's, here's like a quote. I'm 36 years old, and they call me a geriatric millennial. So then there's another example. <laughs> Whoa, okay. That sums it up. Okay, there's another definition I'm grabbing here. Um, this is from Urban Dictionary also. Um, a person who is young but acts beyond his years or her years. My girlfriend is 20, but she's got her shit together, and she likes to knit. She's such a geriatric millennial. And then it says, hashtag old soul, hashtag wiser than their age. Okay. Hashtag um, millennial cusp geriatric. We're just making up stuff now. It's, it's <laughs> People are just making stuff up, like stuff up. This is ridiculous. What's ridiculous about it? There is a gap. You agree there is a gap, right? Yeah, I do. There is a difference. I mean, you and I are pretty close. We're both millennials. But there are some things where I can tell we're definitely five years apart. And right. So when so I started researching this, and by that I mean I did a quick um, Google deep dive. Okay. <laughs> I didn't like actually interview any of my own resources or professionals or anything like that, but I did get online and look up some stuff. So first of all, um, Census Bureau says that millennials are from were born between 1982 and 2000, so that would make me not even a millennial, but because I was born in 81, but right. Pew's Research Center says 81 to 97. Okay. And I graduated high school in 2000, so I do feel like a millennial. Okay. But there are a lot of times that I feel kind of out of touch with a lot of the millennial stuff. So basically, I was trying to do the math on that. Um, so right now in 2020, if you're between the ages of 23 and 39, you're a millennial. Okay. That's a big gap. I mean, that's a big, what's the word I'm looking for? Not gap, a big uh, range. Uh-huh. That's a pretty big range. So when we were reading through these articles, um, what were you thinking? Like, because you were born in 1986, and that seems to be what well, one of the articles on CNN.com was right on the line. Well, they Well, in the independent article, the UK publication. Oh, yeah, yeah the UK article. So if you were born in 86 or before then, you're considered a young millennial. If you were born after 86, you're considered an older millennial. 
before 86 you're old that's what i mean yeah before 86 old so i'm i'm an older you're millennial. an old millennial after 86 a young the millennial. young ones and so you were born right on that line right but the one the distinct the distinguishing factor one of the, the big thing that we read was the financial crisis in 2008 that's kind of where the dividing line is so for instance i graduated college in 2005 before the financial crisis before the recession in 2008 so i already I was able to graduate with a degree, get a job. You graduated college in... 2011. Yes. Um, years, a couple years after the financial crisis, mm -hmm. uh, the recession. And you had three jobs as yeah. a... Three part-time jobs as a college graduate. Right. Because there, it was getting to the point, well, and as we see now, it still kind of carries on. No businesses were looking to hire full-time people right mainly because i i always got that they either were like we don't have the money to pay somebody full-time but then i also felt like you didn't want to hire full-time because then you had to offer Benefits. which goes into the money part but it was the way that the system got restructured was like well if we keep you under 40 hours you mm -hmm. can get 39.9 hours a week right. and we don't have to give you benefits right and we don't have to pay you like a full-time employee so, so it started all, jobs. all this manipulating and everything and then yeah and then you get out and after six months of graduating you either have to start paying on your student loans mm -hmm. if you have them or you go into deferment or you know like there's not a lot of options and back then they weren't as flexible with no, their there, payment there plans. were not options like there are now yeah so it was either you had to pay that amount the majority of the time or you went into deferment which is okay but then they're still racking up your interest and you're not paying it down and all. you're not paying anything down so you're getting like double screwed and it was usually like a limited time you, i don't think you could be in deferment for yeah you had to get then they came out with like the income based thing. Yeah, that um, that was more. But that was later on down the road. So, yeah, I had three jobs and paying, had to figure out how to pay rent. Uh, Didn't you say you applied for food stamps at one point? Uh huh. I applied, and all I really wanted was like seventy five dollars, like. Because you're spending four hundred dollars a month on student loans. Well, that, and then I had the rent because I lived by myself because mm -hmm. uh, that situation didn't work out. And then I got denied. And because you were trying not to move back in with your parents and be yeah. independent and live yeah. on your own, which is something that millennials, younger millennials especially, get a lot of shit about. Yeah. Of like, oh, living with mom and dad till you're 28 or whatever. Yeah. And you were trying to be independent. Right. So I had that, and then I did get denied food stamps, and then... The kicker on that was a year later, I got a notice in the mail from that department saying I was wrongfully wrongfully denied food stamps, food stamps. Uh, but they just waited a year to tell me. And then if I wanted to reapply, I would most likely get approved. But by then, like, I had figured something figured out, out with, you know, I had a different job and all that kind of stuff, but... Yeah, it it was not the landscape of job opportunities that was promised. 
when you were when applying we for college. applied for school. Yeah. Yeah. So that I think that's one of the big cutoffs, or that's what we read anyway in these articles, which we'll post them on our, our and the other thing Facebook is, page. The other thing they talked about was like that dividing line of uh, social media in the internet. Absolutely. Like, I don't get Snapchat, okay? I don't get it. I don't know what it means. I don't – there's something about these – it's disappearing and then it's gone and – I mean I... – <laughs> I don't want to use Facebook, kind of. I've tried Instagram a few times. Um, but Snapchat, over my head. And that was one of the things we read was, like, um, older millennials don't get Snapchat. And also, like, older millennials, like, when we go out to eat with someone, we might have our phone on the table, which mine usually is still in my purse. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's turned over. Like, we don't want to look at it. Right. But, like, a younger millennial or younger even than millennials um, – I Gen or I can't remember what the other Generation Y I can't remember. Um, sure. They it's like you have to check your phone like every ten minutes. Right. You're not really bad because now that. it's well that's how they're conditioned now. But that's what these articles talk about is that dividing line also includes life pre social media pre internet. Which like, you and I both grew up for portions of our growing up years. Like we didn't have internet. Well, I would say the your most formidable years, you didn't. The no. internet wasn't around, I didn't have so it you till had college, all, yeah. or until late high school. Well, like where I was at, I remember not having the internet, and the internet starting to come up. And I'm like, we'd go to the library during class, and they'd be like, click on the E, yeah, the and, E, or for Netscape, yeah, Netscape. And <laughs> I was like, I don't understand what this is, and it, you know, uh, but it was like gradually introduced, and then elementary school uh houses that didn't have a computer already the school would provide it oh yeah we didn't have so we had a we had a computer from the school it didn't have internet on it though but it had um we did have a programs on it but it had games where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? But the school was the school was giving us computers so we could start doing assignments on there at home. At home, and then we had these stupid ass like floppy disk disk drive things that we had to carry around because they didn't have jump drives and all that type of stuff like we have now that makes it easier. So or just Google Drive. Right. Yeah. So it. I fall on that. That's, I guess, why I'm the weird one for being in 86. Because it's like, I, I know life without it. And then it and was introduced. I grew up while it was... Being implemented. Becoming what it is now. Where, where it's like in the classrooms. Like we, we had computers in the classroom, I think. But we played... It was like for games or like maybe some math or typing at home. We just had them for... Yeah, because early on we went to the computer lab. Right, Like that was lab. a thing. And yes. you'd be like, we're going to the computer lab today and you'd play some math game or something. But then slowly the computers started being put in the classroom. Right. Like it was just, you know. Yeah. And then kids today, our kids have tablets, devices. Well, they don't know. So I mean, if, if you took that away from them, they would probably I have mean, a mental it's breakdown. so integrated into their way of learning now. Okay. Um, can you just try to explain Snapchat to me, though? What's up with the disappearing what's so cool about it why are people into it what just i i don't i mean it's just you can take video or a picture that lasts for like 30 seconds it's just like a quick hey this is what i'm doing and And then it's gone well 
it's stored somewhere in their Snapchat's thing. But yeah, you don't ever get it back. Like you can't physically go get it. Like the sender can't even find it. Right. It just goes away. Is so that's cool because why do people want to is that how they they want to send naked pictures of themselves or why else would you want I mean, something that to disappear go that way too is that what it's about well i don't think that's strictly what it's about but it's about naked pictures oh my god it's it has been used that way what other benefits would there be to it just disappearing i don't know i like so you don't I, get I, it either well i used to have it and then i just it got bored with it and i haven't had it for like years now What's your favorite social media? I like Facebook and Instagram. Better than Twitter even? Yeah, I have a Twitter, but I still don't really fully understand Twitter. Okay. It's from what I was reading, it's like really fast and like it's just happening all the time and it's like really fast. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, anyway. Um, I guess, yeah. <laughs> Twitter's fast, it's really fast, everybody. It's really fast. Snapchat disappears. You're never going to be able to find your stuff again. Instagram is pretty cool, I guess. And I'm still figuring out Facebook. But see, it's all kind of like crossed over now because Instagram, you can have stories. And that's what used to be with Snapchat. You'd have a story and then it would go away. Like that. Now it kind of does that on Instagram. You can do it on Facebook because pretty sure Facebook I know Facebook owns Instagram now I don't and then know Instagram owns Snapchat and Snapchat own no I'm kidding <laughs> I don't know it, they basically all do the same thing now but back when each of them was coming out it was like a new thing a thing this is the thing yeah okay so that's a different well you know you, you're a little more knowledgeable on that stuff than I am um probably because you're younger before I get to the quiz that I'm gonna read about how to know if you are a younger or older millennial besides just if you were born before 86 or after 86 um i've noticed my own little observation i watched friends as it was coming out i was in high school um, yeah i watched it and then but it seems like a lot of younger adults are, are just now watching it or uh -huh. they're, it's really popular again um i did have the rachel haircut i just need everyone to know that i know i've talked about this before also, I noticed it's interesting that you're not in the Seinfeld and because you were only in middle school when that came out, right? Like late elementary. Late elementary. So that makes sense. Um, but that was a big deal. Like I was in high school. That was middle school, high school. That was a big deal mm -hmm. to watch Seinfeld. But I noticed that it doesn't seem to be as popular with. Um, I have a lot of friends that like it. You do? Okay. Uh -huh. Like your I, age? Yeah. I just, <clears throat> in my house my parents didn't like it so it wasn't something that was made to be on the tv you know but, what I mean? did they like friends um i think they my mom might have liked friends a little bit i but can't see your dad sitting down and watching no friends. <laughs> i remember watching friends and i remember the last season because i was like a sophomore in high school or something and it being like a real big deal deal yeah it was a sophomore um, in college when it because that was still pre like dvr and all of that so it's right. like, you, it's like had, you had to watch yeah, the you, season finale or you were gonna miss it right you had to tape it yeah but seinfeld <laughs> like I, my friends You're i have friends that it. got into it and like i was telling you he he's just i don't i don't get the his humor sometimes you just don't get you don't identify with yeah 
with with Jerry and his friends. It's so funny because it reminds me of um, just like okay, it's always sunny in Philadelphia, which you pretty much introduced me to. I started watching it a long time ago, but didn't get very far. Mm-hmm. But now in this stage of my life, I love it. It's hilarious. It's it's so gross, but it's something about it is well, it's, so funny. I saw an interview with Rob McKinley, who plays Mac. Mac, and he's one of the main writers, creator. Well, he like created the show. Okay. Um, but I think it was an interview with uh, Stephen Colbert, where he talks about how he wanted to take Friends, but make those characters. Because I, I like when you Friends watch the show. Yeah, like when you watched Friends, mm-hmm. they all hung out, like they all did that stuff, and yeah. then they all like developed and were supposed to be these like better people and everything, yeah, you know. Evolved. Well, yeah, but like what he wanted to do with It's Always Sunny was have a group of friends who devolve are yeah, they just <laughs> gradually get more disgusting and implode over time. And even though they're supposed to be friends they do everything they're terrible to, to each other be mean to each other so it's like the well, other they, end of it and they convey like the political messages and the idiocracy of a lot of, of yeah issues satire, in society. Yeah. yeah satire is just great and um danny devito i mean you can't you just well that's that's i think why it is such a good show because he's that demographic that is the older generation that he's like the boomer is hanging out with the millennials, the, mil- the millennials. Yeah. And he doesn't, he's he doesn't trying get to it, understand but them. He's but, trying to embrace it. Yeah. But then he still has, I mean, if you want to put it in boomer millennial terms, he still has his boomer view on the world mm-hmm. and, but, it, remember but the, it's <laughs> really bad. Like it's the very worst of the worst, like boomer, if you want to put it that way that you could think of. Remember the episode where he's wearing skinny jeans yeah, because he's trying to fit. Yeah, yeah, cool. and then like my brothers and I, as a joke, got my dad skinny jeans last Father's Day. <laughs> yeah, does he still wear those though? Yeah, and he looks really good. Yeah, now. I thought he did. He looks really good. Yeah, so I mean, so I think of it's always sunny as sort of a darker version of Seinfeld. Like they're always getting into trouble. They're always like getting into some issue. Like Seinfeld, they weren't great people, and they were always very self-serving and that's how this is but it's just on a whole different level and a lower like lower socioeconomic status like because there's seinfeld he's playing sign himself like comedian comedian. yeah and then elaine works for like a big publisher right sunny they're just they own a bar owners of a in a crappy part of south philly right and they make like no money i do but they're always into something like the episode we watched today was hilarious because um, they were D and Mac and, and, were, and Dennis and Dennis were making a podcast. And, and Mac and Charlie were ice or yeah, gonna shoot a puck during the halftime of the Phillies hockey. in between periods. Yeah, but it was just funny. And um, they're just whatever trends are happening. It's like their show. The show always reflects like these funny trends right. to make fun of, like how everyone's doing a podcast these days. Oh my god. <laughs> I am jealous though because I feel like you've been holding out on me. Um, D had all those sound effects that she could press a button and there'd be like sound effects. Yeah, I don't know how to do that. I would like you to work on that, please. Sure. 2021 goals. Get right on that. Okay, so are you ready for me to read the quiz? Okay. So Casey made me promise that I would not go off on tangents because this is a 30 question quiz. However, 
I feel like it's relevant. I th- I think if I think you might really like it. Okay, Casey Harper, are you ready? This is the millennial quiz to see if you are a elderly geriatric millennial or a younger millennial. Okay. Have you used a portable CD player? Mm-hmm. I have. Yep. Me too. Have you worn flared jeans that drag on the ground? Yep. You did? Mm-hmm. Okay, I did too. I watched TGIF. Did you? Yep. Real quick, what was what were your fit what was your favorite lineup on TGIF? Thank well, goodness I don't know it's the order, but I watched Boy Meets World. That was like my big show. See, this could be split because when I watched TGIF, Boy Meets World was not on it. Or Sabrina. And that wasn't either. It was like Full House, Family Matters, Perfect Stranger, which you don't even know about Perfect Stranger. I don't think so. With Belky. Okay. No. See, now we're getting off tangent. See, okay. See, I here know. We go. All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So anyway, we both watched TGIF, but we had different lineups. So there's another example okay. of. Okay. Do you remember when Hot Topic first opened at the mall? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I do. Did you play Oregon Trail at school? Hell yeah. Did you watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer slash Dawson's Creek? No. I did not. I watched the movie Buffy the Vampire. I I watched the movie, but I did not watch the show. Did you download music from Napster? Uh, yeah. So did I. Are we going to jail? Probably. Okay. I didn't know. I didn't get it. I didn't understand. I didn't know it was legal. Um, my first cell phone was analog. Yes or no? I'm assuming so. I think so. It was Mine a was prepaid like, phone. Mine was like a little Nokia. Yeah. Okay. I didn't have internet on it. There was no internet. <laughs> did you have weird conversations with strangers in Yahoo chat rooms? Yep. You did. <laughs> I did it. I did on AOL. At my friend's house, we'd go over there. Oh. ASL. What is it? ASL. What's that? Age, sex, location. Oh, see, I don't even know that. Um, yeah. I remember there was something on AOL chat rooms. It's the same thing. I didn't really get into it. So did you ever have like naughty conversations with girls that we were probably men? We would say stupid stuff who was probably, yeah, some sort of male adult that was probably hunting. Acting like a 12-year-old or maybe an old cougar woman looking for some young high school never, prey no pictures were ever sent or anything that's before like that. pictures yeah. people just had screen names yeah screen name is that what it is yeah okay um do you remember when m&m colors included light and dark brown mm-hmm. i do yep and then the brown was gone the light brown was gone all of a sudden and i yeah. didn't where to go uh do you remember being allowed to eat peanut butter at school what do you mean like out of a jar no <laughs> Like the girls couldn't bring peanut butter to camp the first week of camp because they have to see who has peanut allergies. At school, there's a special table at the lunchroom. In the lunchroom, there's a special table for kids who have peanut allergies that have to sit together. What? Yeah, you don't know about this. So this clearly wasn't going on when you were no. Me so either. like I, I wouldn't be able to bring kids. a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. You can, but but I couldn't be sitting next to an allergic right. peanut the, the kids kid. with allergies I believe have to sit at a different table. Man, that's like discriminating kind of. Yeah. I get it, but at the same time it's like way to draw focus on I don't kids I, with allergies. Right. There might be some I'm sure they do something to make it less obvious. Yeah, or less isolating. 
Okay, now who's going off on tangents? Well, the worst case scenario, I think, if there's like some sadistic bully kid that, you know, is going to be mean to somebody, then he's like, oh, they all are allergic to peanut butter. And he just like smears peanut butter on their stuff and then they get an allergic reaction. <laughs> you just That's don't hear about that happening a whole lot. True. Okay. Probably because they scare the crap out of these kids and like, what could happen to these kids if if they do have peanut butter soup? Because I remember the six-year-old was terrified her first grade year of like bringing peanut butter, anything or anything, any kind of nut product. Wow. Because whatever they said at school. Okay. Did you watch Wild and Crazy Kids, Guts, or Legends of the Hidden Temple? No. I did. Didn't have cable. Oh, okay. Uh, but I remember we were talking to your friend, our, my friend now too, Steele, who mm-hmm. is your age or younger? He's younger. He's even younger. He, He's 29 or that, 30 now. So he watched, he and I were talking about Legends of the Hidden Temple, so yeah. it must have been a cable thing. I did watch MTV, the you, next one. You watched the music videos on MTV? I did too, but I had to sneak it at my I only watched, I mean, I discount it because when I was at other people's houses, like family or friends that had it, we oh, would heck watch yeah. MTV. Oh, heck yeah. Before it was like... MTV Spring Break and all those real yeah the like, real world had just started right like these we you watched actual videos yeah on MTV, you do yeah I just missed being young enough to fully appreciate SpongeBob same same remember how exciting it was when Gushers first came out hell yeah yes Gushers with the juicy juice in the middle mm-hmm. that was weird how I just said that now this next one i have no idea i had a geocities or angel fire website i don't know anything about that nope, you don't i have either? no idea what that is okay we'll have to do some research saw titanic twice in theaters that's actually 100 percent accurate i know me too i saw, I it, saw twice it twice in theaters. my mom made us take it or took us twice that's amazing we both do love the titanic we've never watched it together i know i mean saw i mean it is a great film yeah but when you're going through puberty, watching like, with your mom, with, well, with Kate Winslet, it's like hell yeah, let's go watch Titanic. Yeah, like, of course. There's boobs. Hand on the window. I think we all know about what but scene I'm I, talking I about. I will. I mean, I, I from that day, I have had a crush on Kate. Winslet. I know. And the oh, the naked scene where he's painting her. That's what I just said. The boobs. Okay, I was thinking about the scene where they're doing it in. No boobs. Okay. My bad. Boobs. 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 Okay. <laughs> So sorry about that. Boobs. That's what we're going to call this episode. 11-year-old me, boobs. <laughs> we're going to call this episode boobs. <laughs> Probably going to get flagged. Will we? I don't know. Okay. Can try it. I remember when the first, now, that's what I call music CD came out. Yes. Yes, me too. Now, this one I'm not sure. I've heard of it, but I don't know really what it is. I know what Homestar Runner is. I have no idea what that is. Okay. We'll have to look that up for next time. Um. I remember when Rugrats, Ren and Stimpy, and Doug came out as the first original cartoon cartoons on Nickelodeon. I remember, I remember that. that, but again, Nickelodeon cable. I couldn't. They did move Doug to ABC like on Saturday morning cartoons, so I did get to see Doug. Okay, it's a cute show. Yeah. Did you have a Blockbuster membership card? My mom did. Okay. I don't know if that counts. Oh, yeah. We spent hours in Blockbuster. Yeah, me too. It was like a Friday night. I didn't check that off, but I guess I could. Yeah. Yeah. Because so, okay. you only got, you got 21 out of 30. I got 26 out of 30. Right. So, okay, I'll count that. Um, Watched Nick at Night. Nope. I did. I was trying to explain Nick at Night to Casey a couple weeks ago, like I, all the shows that are on it. Yeah. Um, It's like a TGIF. Yeah. Yeah. 
uh, I was on Facebook when it required a college email address. I do remember that. Do you remember that? I do, but I don't think I was on Facebook by then because I was, or was I? No, I still was in high school. You were still in high school? Okay. Yeah. Did you have to be in college to be on Facebook? Well, that's how they started it out, like to make it exclusive. Like okay, because I was have... in college yeah. when it came out. Or... But I think when I got on, I, you just needed an email, not a... Not a college yeah. email. Okay. Um, I was on Facebook when photos were first introduced. I believe, yeah. Yes. I was on Facebook when you could edit other people's walls. Yeah, for a very short time, that that was a thing. I don't remember that. Like, aside from commenting on a wall? Yeah, maybe? I think you could actually make changes. Oh. It must have been a glitch or something, That's and they fixed weird. it. Uh, I owned Beanie Babies. Yes. Uh-huh. I had a lot of... Did have you? a bunch of Beanie you Babies. You still have them. That's right. Yeah. Owned a poster of Boy Band and or Britney Spears. No. My brothers had a poster of Britney Spears. I didn't get into Britney Spears. You never I know did. that kind of makes me some sort of weirdo, but you just weren't into her. Yeah, I know. I just, it's like I don't. It's not that she's not attractive, but her music to me was not that good. So it was like I already don't. Oh, really baby, care. baby. So, geez, I don't care for your music. <laughs> so it, like, it took away from her attractiveness for me. Okay. It's like I don't care how cute you are, like or beautiful you, but your songs are terrible, and I don't think you sing very well. Her first album um, didn't do much for me, but when I got into college, when I was in college, and her second or third album came out, I liked it. I had a roommate; uh, he was obsessed with Britney Spears, and he paid a thousand dollars and drove to like Atlanta, Georgia. To meet her. Yeah, because she did meet and greets. He maxed out his credit card. Wow. And he had like a shrine in his room. To her. Yeah. Wow. Anyway. Anyway, okay. I remember the O.J. Simpson trial. Damn straight. I do. Yeah? I didn't really understand, obviously, what was going on, but I remember that. Me too. Remember when Bill Clinton was in office? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Got kicked off my parents' health insurance after graduating college. Yeah. I think I did too. Well... When I was 26, I wrote it out as long as I could. I think for me, they had just changed it to like 24 or 25. I can't remember. Um, but I knew I remember that being a thing. Mm -hmm. So, Casey, that didn't take that long. It didn't because we stayed on track. We stayed on track. So, if you were wondering why you don't feel like you're a millennial sometimes, or it's probably because you're an older millennial. And these are some of the ways you can tell, like, if, if you're an Your older Buzzfeed or younger. Quiz. BuzzFeed in Urban Dictionary is, that's, that's how, that's what we do. Clearly, I'm a millennial, right? <laughs> no, I mean, I have CNN, we have CNN.com, we have that other article that was great. We'll post all this stuff on our Facebook page. Mm -hmm. So, Casey, anything else that we need to discuss about nope. being a geriatric or young millennial. I need to go take my old ass to bed. Yeah, yeah, you do. All right. <laughs> Casey, why don't you take us out? <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening, everybody. We really appreciate it. If you could like, rate, share, and subscribe, keep that up. It really means a lot to us. Um, it's been fun. It's been great. It's been great. Um, I feel 
old now. Uh, reminiscing about all of the things I grew up with that nobody else seemed to. Uh, so thanks for that, Megan. You're welcome. Um, next week? I don't know yet what we're talking about. Okay. It's going to be a surprise. Surprise. Episode next week. I have some ideas, but, you know, we'll see. Okay.